Narina, the Global Ratings Agencies, now they've been in the news quite a lot over the past few months, but many people ask why do they actually matter and why should we care as ordinary South Africans and South Africa broadly speaking about the ratings that they come up with. So can you explain why this is important to ordinary South Africans? Sakina, yes, I I often hear people say, why should we even care about this and what right does these international agencies have um, to sort of determine a rating on South Africa? But why this is so incredibly important is that governments all around the world borrow money in order to fund their activities. Um, And a lot of this money gets borrowed from international investors. The same goes for the South African government. So when the, the, the interest rate that the government has to pay on these is determined by this sovereign credit rating that the ratings agencies give to a country. So if we are downgraded as South Africa, if our sovereign debt, the government debt is downgraded, it means that the interest rate that we have to pay on that debt goes up. So just like you and I might have a loan at the bank or a bond for our property, just as when interest rates go up for us, we've got to pay more on that debt, exactly the same applies to to government. And, you know, every additional rand that they have to pay (coughs) towards servicing these debts means one rand less that they can spend on education, on health care, on infrastructure development, on welfare grants, the list just goes on. So as such, these global ratings agencies and their rating of South Africa has a direct impact on each and every South African, but especially on the poor, people that, that receive more proportionally from government. And that is why we really all should care about that and why it is so important for us. Mm. So... We understand that it has a direct impact on the amount of money government can spend on us, but what impact does it have on the investments of ordinary South Africans? You know, this is another one where I think a lot of people sort of feel that, oh, well, you know, I don't own shares or I don't invest in the stock market, so it doesn't really matter all that much to me as an ordinary South African. But yesterday we had in a question in Parliament that was put to Dr. Dan Machila, who is the the chief executive at the Public Investment Corporation, the PIC. Now, they manage, manage the Government Employee Pension Fund, and he was asked what impact did the, did, did the effects in, in December have on their investment, the portfolio value, and he replied that in those two days, the 48 hours after um, former Finance Minister Nene was, was fired by President Zuma, um, over that two-day period, the PIC lost more than 5%. Was almost a hundred billion rand was lost in terms of its investment portfolio. Now, who does that investment portfolio belong to? Well, it belongs to every single South African who's employed by government and is a member of the government employee pension fund. And, and you know, that loss of over five percent, that's now been quantified for government employees, but exactly the same type of impact was felt by investors and by pension fund members across the country. So, once again, some Something which really directly affects each and every South African that is employed and belongs to a pension fund. And again, why it's so important that we should all focus on doing whatever we can to avoid this investment grade downgrade by credit ratings agencies.
Okay, so it's clear now. We get it why it's important that we try and avoid a credit ratings downgrade. And uh, as you've said before, it all comes down to economic growth. But uh, there's also a lot of focus on small business development, Narina, um, SMEs. Uh, could you give us some good news on that front, please? Yes, yes, yes. Let's have some good news on the Wednesday morning. You know, just yesterday again, we had two wonderful examples of great work that is being done in the in the promotion and the, and the support of small and medium enterprises. So the one bit of news that we got yesterday, um, some people might be aware of the, the transaction between AB InBev and SAB Miller, our beer company, um, where AB InBev was buying it, and this is still going through the final stages of deal approval. Just yesterday we got um, um, news that the South African Competition Tri- Tribunal has conditionally approved a transaction between SA Miller and Coca-Cola, specifically around African soft drink operations. big part of that conditional approval is that um, it, it includes an 800 million rand investment fund to support small businesses, and it also includes a three-year freeze on layoffs. And then the other bit of news that we got was that in a private sector public partnership, a three billion rand fund has been established specifically earmarked for small and medium enterprise, small business development. And in fact, that is the initial size of that fund. The hope is that it will grow to at least 10 billion rand. Now, I know that there are cynics out there that says, oh, you know what, just more money that can go into corrupt politicians' pockets. I would like us to focus on the positive here and say, you know what, this is real opportunity for small businesses to actually get uh, that funding, that initial boost, the capital that they need to really establish themselves, um, create jobs in South Africa and really put us all on a much better sustainable financial and economic path. And here's a quick uh, tweet from Alistair Jacob says, uh, but Narina, that money will not reach its goal. You see, as I said, there would be the cynics out there, but you know what? Um, it's easy to be cynical. It's a lot harder to be to actually make sure for each one of us that we make sure that this works correctly. So let's all put shoulder to the wheel and let's take hands and let's work together to make sure that it does reach, reach the right destinations.